All right, welcome back to another episode of Chalk Talk. Fellas, this weekend of college football was definitely definitely interesting and uh definitely put a big dent in that uh in those college football playoff rankings. How about it? Oh yeah, it did. We got some talking to do. Sporty, how are you feeling? Hey. From what came out tonight, I love the rankings. Uh, uh we'll we'll get to we that. Go. We'll get to that. Because there's some inconsistency with the, with these with these rankings here. Um, but yeah, two undefeateds go down. Definitely, uh, well, definitely knocked the ACC out of, uh, having a, you know, a team in the CFP. Um, and then Michigan State lost to Purdue, which, hey, Purdue, they've knocked off the past couple years. They've knocked off. Hey, that's what their second this year, second top five, um, or top three, I guess, top three win this season. And then they've had like double digits over the past couple seasons. Um, so you definitely don't want to play Purdue when you're sitting there in the top five. Um, but before we get to college football, fellas, we have college basketball uh, making its debut tonight. A um, lot of uh, – didn't realize this till I was looking more into it. A lot of players hit the transfer portal. Yeah. And it's definitely going to be an interesting uh, college basketball season. I mean, I'm not there yet. I, I don't really get into the college basketball – I guess. I mean, you know, you're still watching stuff. You know, I don't think you really get into the mode until after college football bowl season, I feel like. Oh, for me, it's February. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, once I once, think, we, once true bracketology hits, that's when I start really paying attention. To right. Games. And it's like, I mean, yeah, you're, you're, you'll watch it, but it's like, you're only going to watch the games if they're ranked, you know, two ranked opponents or if it's maybe some conference play. But, like, all these non-conference games, I don't know. It's, it's I mean... It's nice to just have basketball back, but I think I'd much rather watch a football game right now than a college basketball game. Um, but our top five for tonight will be top five teams that we think can win the NCAA championship uh, in college basketball. So, um, Hadley, we'll start with you. Give us your top five college basketball programs. Well, first of all, college basketball is the season. I love college basketball. Um the song, One Shining Moment, absolute gem. Uh, set it as my arm a lot of times. Um, just make, just puts me in a good mood. I love March Madness. Um, anyway, speaking of March Madness, here are the teams that I can really see, you know, having that replay, watching the One Shining Moment at the end of the year. And number, number five, I'm going to have Purdue. All they do is Purdue work. Uh, they Purdue good things, and they will Purdue good things in the uh, tournament this year, in my opinion. Matt Painter, um, I feel like he's always had really good teams, but just other than the Carson Edwards year a few years ago, really hasn't got past even like the Sweet 16. Uh, I think this year it might be a little different. I think the Big Ten's loaded. I think they might be one of the best teams in the Big Ten. Number four, UCLA. I'm normally not a big fan of taking the Cinderella from last year and, you know, hyping it up the year before or year after. But Johnny Juzang is the real deal. Mick Cronin has proved that he's a really good coach, Cincinnati and UCLA. So I think I think they have a really good shot this year. Number three, the Villanova Wildcats. Seems like every other year they are national championship contenders, thanks to Jay Wright. Um, they have more. They have is it Gillespie or Gillespie? Gillespie. Uh, I've heard of like Gillespie, Gillespie. I think it's Gillespie. I think it's Gillespie too. But either way, he's going to put in work. That whole team is just really solid. Um, I'm a sucker for good good guard play in the uh, tournament, um, and they definitely have that. So they have some sort of interior presence this year. Watch out. Speaking of interior presence, Drew Timmy and the Gonzaga Bulldogs, I have at number two. Um, you know, you can have the argument that they're overrated every year, but, I mean, they're still a heck of a basketball team, and you have to put them in the conversation. And number one, did not think I would say this, but I have Michigan. I think Hunter Dickinson may be the player of the year. Uh, I really do think he's going to win the Wooden Award. Um, I think they have good enough guard play. I'm not sure that they're my favorite. I have them at one because I think they have the best player. Um, you know, role players will kind of find out towards the end of the year. So this is a little premature, but 
I like Michigan a lot this year as long as Dickinson can improve from last year. And he had a heck of a season last year. Exactly. I just think he's going to I think it's going to be similar to Luca Garza. I mean, just a, a heck of a freaking center in a Big Ten conference that is, that's, you really need something like that. Yeah. So I think they'll dominate. Yeah. So, Sporty, do you have Big Blue in your top five? I do. Ooh. All right. Let's hear it then. All right. Number five. I'm going to go with uh, Kansas. Uh, they got their. What's. Can't pronounce his name. What's how do you pronounce the center's name from Kansas? Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't even I guess it's probably as good as mine because I don't even know. <laughs> I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna try to pronounce it. But anyhow, they have him back. He had a real good game tonight. He, I think he had close to 30 points, somewhere around there. So he, six. He's a six-five center. So. Bill Self. So, wait, he's uh, only he was, six. He's only six five. Yeah, he's only six five. Uh, Jeez, that's like small for a center. Yeah, very small. Uh, yeah, he he dominated dominated tonight's game against Michigan State. Uh, yeah, they also yeah. they also have uh, a transfer. Kansas does. Uh, Remy Martin. Okay, he had a, he had a decent game. Last time I checked, I think he had around ten points, but that was that was early in the second half. So that's it. Guard, you'll be seeing uh, Remy a lot playing the playing guard, running running that show. Uh, number four, I got Michigan. Uh, Under Dickinson, oh, man, that guy's a stud. Uh, they got two guys around him. They they did lose some core players from last last year. Uh, they have a. Uh, Chase Howard, that's Juwan's son. He'll be a guard slash forward slash three point shooter. Uh, they also have a. Uh, I don't know how how high he was in recruiting. I think he was really high. Uh, Caleb Houston from he's a freshman from down in Florida, so they will he will help him with the three point shooting and also probably uh, rebounding. I just don't know talent wise, Hunter, Hunter Dickinson uh, without him and Chase Howard in Houston. I don't know how much supporting cast they have around those three guys to uh, make a push. To uh, I mean, they have a slight slight chance to, to win it all, but I don't know if they have enough role players and starters to make it that far. But but I think they do. Uh, number three, I got the. Uh, I got Purdue Boilermakers. Uh, they got Jaden Ivey back. Uh, his mother is the head coach at Notre Dame. <laughs> Fun fact. Fun fact. Fun <laughs> fact for Sporty. <laughs> Fun fact, if you guys didn't know. Uh, he's back. Zach Edes is back. And uh, Travion Williams. Watch out for him. Stud. Stud. Yes, Stud. Uh, like I say, my number two team. Uh, they had a heck of a run last year. Kudos to Matt Cronin and the UCLA Bruins. I have them at number two this year. Uh, they got two guys back. Jamie, how, how do you pronounce the last name? Last name, Jack Quez. Anybody? I know exactly. I can see it on the jersey. It's been a long time, so okay. I'm not going to even try. All right. Well, he's back, and Johnny. Juzang is back, okay? That guy is a stud. And they have a five-star freshman I was reading. He's supposed to be really good. I'm not sure where he's from, though, but because he's I was reading he's a stud. His name is Peyton Watson, okay? Look out for Peyton Watson for UCLA Bruins this year. And my number one team, the Gonzaga Bulldogs. I know they're always... Uh, a number one seed every year. They can never get it done. Uh, I think this year uh, they will get it done. They got the player of the year, the uh, preseason player of the year, Drew Timmy. That guy will lead his team every game. They got another guy back. Uh, he's a guard, Andrew Nemhard. And uh, they got the number one recruit. I'm not sure what position he is. Oh, the, 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 the center. Uh, Chet 
Chet Holmgren. Chet Holmgren is number one recruit, and he is going to Gonzaga, and he will be playing this year. So keep an eye out for the number one recruit who is playing for Gonzaga. That Chet might leap them might leap them over and have them be national champions in 2022 this year. Or next Gonzaga, year. Next year. Gonzaga and UCLA no, no, no. just... It just makes me think of that game. Last oh, yeah. Year. And that, was, that was truly one of the best games I've ever that watched. Was, yeah, yeah, it was. That, that tournament, was. man, in general, that tournament was awesome. The year off made you appreciate it even more. I cannot wait for March. Yeah. I can't, I can't wait either until March. It's going to be – I mean, it's, I don't think we have like a true – I mean, obviously just preseason stuff, but I don't know if we have a true team that really can separate themselves quite yet. I mean, not I, at all. And I mean, that's what's so great about college basketball. When they had, when Duke had RJ, Zion, Cam Reddish, you thought they were that team. They still lost in the Elite Eight. Right. There's never yeah. a true team. I love it. <laughs> yeah, but sport. To go back to your point, it would be this basketball season. But I guess the calendar year would they would be next year. So you, you were right. You're right. You're good. Um. So I'm gonna make a little tweak to mine. Uh, I'm gonna give honorable mention. I'm just gonna give an honorable mention to Texas. Uh, Marcus Carr with the transfer to uh, the Longhorns. I think he's going to be a key player for them. Um, but I have them at my honorable mention. Number five, I'm going to go with uh, Kansas. Uh, the way they played tonight, I think it was like Og. I'm going to try to pronounce here. Is it? It's either Ogbaji or it's Ogbaj. I don't know which one it is. But uh, like like Sporty said, he had a big night. Um, Remy Martin transferred from Arizona State, I believe. Uh, he's a pretty solid guard, so I think Kansas again. I think it's gonna be them in Texas, kind of battling out there for the for the Big Twelve championship. Uh, number four, I'm gonna go with Villanova. Like Hadley said, Colin Gillespie. Um, they also have Jermaine Samuels. Uh, they shot the belt. They shot the belt well tonight against uh, Mount St. Mary's. I mean, I know it's just first game, but uh, I think having those two guys, um, you know, they've been in the program for a while. Uh, they're dependable. And they can get you a bucket when you need it. So I watch out for Villanova. Uh, number three, I have the other Big Blue Nation, um, other Go Blue, I guess in a sense. I have them up here at three, strictly on 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 one one key player, and that's Oscar Tshiebwe. Uh The transfer from WVU. The dude is a stud. He's a he's a center for them. It's just a matter of can he you know can he get help around him. I think the offense is going to revolve around him, and then, you know, defense are going to crash down on him, and he'll be able to kick it out. So I really like uh, the addition of him. So watch out for Kentucky. Um, number two, I'm going to go with UCLA. Like we said, uh, Juzang, he's back. Um, they had a really great run last year. Look for them to tear it up in the Pac-12. And then number one, you got to go with Gonzaga with Timmy and Chet. Um, I think they're going to be, you know, the team to beat this year. Can we, I think we should just put Gonzaga in the Pac-12, honestly, for basketball. Oh my God! Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> that would them in St. Mary's every year. It just gets boring. Yeah, and like it, like I think last year, I don't even know if St. Mary's. Well, I guess it was St. Mary's, but like San Francisco, they had a pretty solid season for you know for them, you know, playing in that mm-hmm. conference. But I would just Gonzaga. It would be that'd be a great. Pac-12 championship. If Gonzaga, yeah, imagine like, like Oregon and Gonzaga. That'd be so fun. And like Arizona, I mean, I'm Arizona. I mean, you know, they've had some pretty solid seasons in the past couple of years. But like UCLA, yeah, UCLA, Arizona State, even sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think it would just be better. It would just be better if they join. But anyway, um, uh, also quick thing, I don't think Chet Holmgren, Holmgren is going to be that good. Maybe I'm cheese. Okay, my dog just was really loud there, but <laughs> yeah, I don't think Chad Holmgren's gonna be that good. I don't know; it'd be interesting because him and Timmy, same position. Uh, I mean, they could they could have like uh, you know two big. They, that would be a heck of a you know rebounding presence there with those two guys. Um, but yeah, year one, it will be interesting to see how he does uh, with Gonzaga. Um, I guess uh, TWT. Time will tell, Sporty. Time will tell. Time will tell. You're exactly right, fellas. This should just be the Time Will Tell podcast. 
Honestly, that's all, not a bad name. All of our takes. Rebrand? All of our takes are either for the future, especially our hammers. Um, we also look back at some things, but a lot of our predictions, it's all, it's all time will tell. There might be a rebrand coming. It could be. Stay tuned. PWT. Yeah, hey, yeah. Time will tell. Time will tell if there's a, if a rebranding. <laughs> um, time is everything. <laughs> it is. Um, so let's let's keep it in the college ranks here. Let's jump to <laughs> our college football um, playoff rankings, and then we'll dive into what was just released. So, Hadley, I'm going to start with you. Give us give us this week's top ten for the CFP, in your opinion. Okay. All right. Well. Some small tweaks from last week. So, going to start out with Oklahoma State at 10. Uh, they kind of take the ranks of week fours from last week for me. Um, number 10, or I mean number 9, I have Notre Dame, who was 10 last week. They move up a slot. Michigan stays at number 8 for me. Um, number 7, I have Michigan State now with that loss to Purdue. Um, number six, I have Ohio State jumping up a spot past Michigan State. Um, number number five, I have Oregon. Uh, again, I think Oregon, that, that game matters to me. No, Oregon versus Ohio State. Um, number four, I have Bama. They have what's looking like a better a better loss as of right now. Um, nonetheless, it is still a loss to an unranked team. So they do not deserve to be number two like they are in the real CFP to me. Number three, I have Oklahoma. Everyone's putting them at eight, but they're undefeated. And until losing, they're in the top four for me. Um, number two, same argument. Got Cincinnati. Until they lose, they're staying there for me. And number one, it is the most clear-cut answer in the history of sports. Number one is Georgia. Yeah, I think I think we see it. We're going to see a lot of our top ten same teams. Maybe just a slight tweak in the order. So, so sporty, we'll jump yep. to you. Give us your CFP top ten. This was before they uh, announced the uh, order. All right, all right. Yeah, this, this wasn't. Yep. Uh, number ten, I got uh, the Aggies. Uh, they just destroyed uh, Auburn at home on Saturday. It was a big win for them. Uh, number nine, Notre Dame. Uh, they keep winning. Just, I mean, I guess they're 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 consistent on winning. It's not pretty, but they're they're getting it done. Eight, Oklahoma Sooners. Just not sold on their defense. That's why I have them at number eight. Seven, Cincy. They aren't. They are not good. They almost lost. They almost lost to Tulsa at home, and Tulsa is is not good. And Tulsa was it, was it Ohio State that was playing with Tulsa? Uh, yeah, for, Tulsa for like the back. first half. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, Tulsa just, was going just to throw Tulsa. that out there. Yeah, Tulsa was going in for game for a game time touchdown. They he reached the ball across and then he fumbled it, but the refs overruled it and said he fumbled it before the. Well, quite hold on, hold on. Before before you go any further, can we can we bring up the fact that they got stuffed the first time Cincinnati held them. Then Ritter Ritter fumbled on the quarterback sneak. Yeah. So you have the ball at like the one and a half yard line, maybe the two, and you still can't punch it in. And I think it was on third down they did a kind of a read option. Quarterback kept it instead of diving and extending the ball out. He slid, gave himself up at like the half yard line. <laughs> And I was like, dude, what are you doing? So that, <laughs> since he, it should have been either two-point win or we were going to overtime. But anyway, go ahead, continue, Sporty. Yeah, they're just, they're they're not good. They're just, they don't play in a strong offense. For the record, I agree that they're not that good. I just, I think an undefeated record, you have to give it to them. And, and I, they're, they're, it, pre-saying, they're preseason ranked like number seven. And, so. and and I th- I think uh, I'll, I'll get to this. I'll, I'll sport. I'll let you go, and then I'll I'll bring up my Cincinnati point. Go ahead. Uh, number six, I got Michigan, uh, which they are actually number six in the college football playoffs. Uh, number five, Michigan State. Four, Ohio State. 
three Oregon, two Bama, and one Georgia. Okay. All right, so your top four is the same as the CFP. That just came out about a half hour ago. Interesting. Um, so number ten, number, number ten for me. I'm gonna what were you going to say about Cincy? I'll, I'll I'll bring that up here in a second. Okay, um, okay. Number ten, I'm going to go with Oklahoma State. They do have that one loss, um, but hey, they're winning ball games and they deserve to be at number ten. I have Notre Dame right behind them at eleven. Again, Notre Dame is a team that's also winning games. Um, so I think I think my nine, ten, eleven could really go in any order. Um, but I think. For me, Oklahoma State's 10. Nine's got to be Texas A&M with their win over Alabama and Auburn. Um, they're, the two, they're the only two-loss team in here, but they do have a nice couple wins under their belt, so I think that you know they deserve to be in that top 10. Um, number, number eight. I'm going to say I'm going to go with Michigan State, um, tough loss against Purdue, and they really—I mean—and now a win's a win. Don't you know? I understand that, but um, I do have Michigan at uh, number. What would that be? Number seven. Um, so again, head to head, you have Michigan State. You went out, win the Big Ten, then you're jumping Michigan and Ohio State, and probably getting into the playoff. Um, but for now, that loss against Purdue, even though it's head-to-head, I, I'm making the same argument for Ohio State and Oregon. Take care of the rest of your business, and then you know I'll see you accordingly. I'm going based off of resume and complete complete schedule. So, I mean, I know head-to-head should trump, um, but I, just, I think Michigan is the overall better football team. So I'm going to go with Michigan there at 7. Oregon's going to be six for me. Again, Oregon, take care of business. You're in the CFP. Um, you'll jump Ohio State, in my opinion. I mean, obviously the committee has Oregon right now ahead of Ohio State, which let's let's take let's look at that real quick. Um, they have Oregon ahead of Ohio State. They have Oregon three, Ohio State four. But then they have Michigan six, Michigan State seven. Where does that where does that consistency come into play here? There's no consistency right there. So you're going to credit Oregon for a head-to-head win, but not Michigan State for a head-to-head win. I don't understand that. And I don't think anyone does. I don't, it's it's like, honestly, there's no consistency in this committee. It's pretty pathetic. And it, and it, and it matters. I've said this before. It matters when you lose. If you lose, oh, yeah. if you lose week two, that's a much better loss than losing week ten. Like it that when, that also doesn't make sense to me. When Penn State lost to Iowa, every Penn State fan was like, "Okay, at least we lost now." That shouldn't matter, a lo- but it does. A, the a, a, a loss, we, we as fans are now used to that. Right, a loss is a loss. Yeah, but that that I think that's one of my biggest things I'm picking at is just all right. You're going to reward one team for winning, but then you're not going to reward the other team for winning. Um, and there's no clear like Michigan is a way better team and just had a bad game or anything. They're they're very even teams. Oh yeah, beat them. Yeah. Um. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. Yeah, don't. I I can't tell you that one. Um, number five, I'm gonna go with Ohio State again. Talked about this before. Oregon, take care of business. You'll jump them in my opinion. But right now, I think Ohio State's the better team than Oregon. Um. Number four, I'm going to go with Cincy. Again, I think they deserve to be in the top four. I had them at two last week, but, you know, again, looking at their resume, they have two big wins against Power 5 schools, but they have been struggling the past couple weeks, so I think they deserve to be in the top four, but I think four is an appropriate spot for them right now. Uh, Number three, Bama. They're Bama, enough said. Number two, I'm going to go back to Oklahoma. A couple weeks ago, I had Oklahoma at two. I'm going to put them back there at two, even after a bye week. Um, next next three games are huge. Uh, Baylor, Iowa State, and, or- and Oklahoma State. So if they, if they can win out, 
and win the Big 12, there's no reason why they should not be top four. So Oklahoma two and Georgia Bulldogs number one. So um, I, I don't know. It's 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 tough because you want to look at the whole resume and their schedule, and then you also want to look at head to head. But then you know teams kind of have that bad loss. So honestly, it I don't know. And then you kind of look at oh well, if a team's winning, they deserve to be in. They might not be better. That it's it's. I don't know. I gotta. Maybe we'll have to talk about a cons. Maybe see. It's so it's so subjective. Like there's not like a real criteria for this. No. Here's here's a question. If if Oklahoma were to win the Big Twelve with one loss, and then Oregon won the Pac Twelve with, we'll say. We'll say two losses. What? Who gets in there? Who's who's the higher? Um. Well, it depends. If Oregon loses to Utah, that's a Utah's ranked now. I think they're twenty three, twenty four. I think they snuck yeah. in twenty four this week. That's a better loss in a sense, but it's just like to me they have Oregon at eight. I mean Oregon at three and. Oklahoma at eight. That's like, a, that's with a, a, that's a huge one gap. loss by each team, like really give a two like a two loss team the advantage though? Yeah, I, I don't I don't see that happening. I think Oklahoma will yeah. jump them, but um I don't know. I'm kinda of basing mine off of see it <laughs> it's tough. I say so say Oregon lost this week. And then they go on to win the Pac-12 championship, but then Oklahoma loses their last regular season game, but still wins the Big Twelve. <coughs> like, you you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like Oregon would probably be ahead, be ahead of them somehow as a two win lesser conference champion. I see. I, th- I, mean, I two loss. I think if they if they lose to Utah, I think they'll fall. They'll fall to like eight or nine. In my opinion, with two losses, which is right where Oklahoma is, though. And then if they lost, then Oklahoma would go down to like fifteen. Yeah, I don't even. <laughs> As a one-loss champion, that's crazy. Like, well, if they would win it all, then they would hop back into like the top five. <coughs> I would hope. I would hope, but right. it would be a big jump too. I'm just looking at mine right now, and like, I like it because the top, my top four, I think they deserve to, you know, all be in. But then. I just feel like even though Oregon beat Ohio State, even though Michigan State beat Michigan, I still think the two teams that lost those games are better than the teams they lost to. Yeah. But when you're yeah, I, when, I but it. when it comes down to if somebody should be in or not, I do think it comes down to head to head. If that makes sense. So I think for me, I'm trying to defend myself, but Michigan State, like we said, win your games. I'll put you ahead of you know, Michigan, Ohio State, Oregon, when your games went out, I'll put you ahead of Ohio State. But for me, that's where I have them. So enough said. Um, Sticking with college football, we're going to look at, uh, it's going to kind of be a uh, pick one of three. Uh, We're going to look at different positions, uh, three guys, then you're going to pick one guy that you would rather have, maybe give a reason um, as to why you would take choose that one out of the three. So uh, we're going to first start with the quarterback. Quarterbacks from – two of them are from the SEC. One of them is from the Big Ten. So, uh, Sport, I'm going to start with you. Bryce Young, Matt Corral, C.J. Stroud. Who would you rather have? I would say uh, Matt Corral. Matt Corral. Oh, oh, oh! I know, I know what we can do here. Start one. This is. Uh, yeah, why did I not think about this? Start one, bench one, cut one. So, Sporty, you're starting. You're starting Corral. Who are you? Yep. Who are you getting rid of from this list? Well, I'm. <coughs> I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm benching CJ uh, Stroud, and I'm getting rid of. Uh, 
It was the third guy. Yeah, uh, Bryce Young. Bryce Young. Maybe the leading Heisman candidate right now. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm shipping him out. Bye bye. <laughs> wow. Wow. Bold take. Bold take. So is this in terms of like college quarterbacks, Kev? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Pure talent? yeah. Call, call, uh, call. I get. Yeah, if you if you if you were to have a college program, if you were a college program, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're not translating any talent. Yeah, right? not not. This isn't like you know how they'll do at the next level or anything like that. Okay, okay. Um, I'm also gonna start Matt Corral just because I feel like he's a little more explosive. I'm gonna bench Bryce Young and I'm gonna cut C.J. Stroud. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Hadley here. Definitely got to go with Corral. His ability to run and throw the ball is insane. Um. Definitely got to go with Bryce Young on the bench, uh, but it, but hey, Stroud Stroud's starting to pick it up. But I think you definitely got to take Young over Stroud right now. So I'll I'll, I'll cut Stroud as well. Um, next set of QBs. Hey, is it okay? There are a lot of really solid quarterbacks, in my opinion, this year in college football. But I, I don't think there's they're getting as much love for the draft. Would you agree with that, Hadley? They're they they just they're not translating to the NFL. Okay. They yeah, don't translate. Yeah. There's right. a lot of raw talent. There's no like you know, like Trevor Lawrence is like six five prototypical like quarterback. A lot of these guys like Malik Willis, a, a lot of them they think are gonna be like projects. Right. Okay. Like raw talent that need time. So yeah. little less valuable. So I, I guess for here they're they're really 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 solid college quarterbacks. I think that's what we have yes. this year. Yeah, they're like really... like for example, I'm sure you're gonna say them, but like Pickett, I think Pickett is a really solid college quarterback that just might not translate right away. And speaking about Pickett, we have our next three quarterbacks there we go. from the ACC. So we have Kenny Pickett, Sam Hartman, and Sam Howell. Hadley, start. I, Bench I'm cut. going to start Kenny Pickett. I'm going to sit Sam Howell, and I'm going to cut Sam Hartman. Those, I would, those are really three tough ones, though. They're close. And heck, you could even throw Brandon Armstrong in from Virginia because the dude's putting up some serious numbers. Um, he would be cut times two. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think I think I'd take Hartman over him. Sporty, give a. Uh, Give us your start bench cut between Pickett, Hartman, and Howe. Uh, I'm going to start Pickett, uh, bench uh, Hartman, and cut. Who was the last one? Stroud, Sam, Sam, Sam Howe. Sam Howe. Oh, Sam Howe. Cut Sam Howe. Cut and Sam Howe. Um, so I guess it's the trifecta for starting Pickett. Um, the dude's had a. Really solid season. Hartman's had a good season as well, um, and so does Sam Howe. But I think for me, I think Howe has a better running aspect to him. So I think I'm going to bench Howe and I'm going to cut Hartman. That's again, that I think that one's real tough to to decide there. Um, switching it to the running backs, Kenneth Walker, Bijan Robinson. Travion Henderson, Hadley. Oh man, I think I think this is the this and maybe the next one have to be the two toughest to decide here. I weirdly, I'm going to start backwards here, and I'm going to cut Travion Henderson. Still, like you can't take away anything from him being cut here. They're all three so special, but. This is also going to sound crazy because one's probably the Heisman frontrunner, but I'm going to bench Kenneth Walker and I'm going to start Beyond Beyond Robinson. He's having a monster like to me, talent wise, he's the best running back in the nation. Yeah, I think Kenneth Kenneth Walker those might be the best pure runner this year. All right, Robinson so, can do it all. Yeah, no, yeah, I I agree with you there, uh, Sporty. Who you? Starting, benching, and cutting. All right, I'm gonna cut uh, Henderson. It was a tough cut, but I just I just send him off. 
Uh, I'm going to start. Uh, Kenneth Walker, that guy is a stud. Uh, and I think he is better than John Robinson, by the way. And I'm going to bench Robinson. He'll be the uh, water boy. Okay, he's not a what, dude. <laughs> Henderson's gonna be your water boy. You said you said bench. Robinson would still be playing. Henderson. Henderson's getting Wait, cut. Like he's not even playing yeah, for your so team. He, he he would be your Henderson water boy. Henderson wouldn't even be there. Yeah, I, no, I see what Sporty's saying. All right. He's saying that Henderson's like on the streets, basically. Okay, yeah, he's on the streets. Robinson right. serving Walker some water. Yeah. Thanks, Allie. I, I got you. Okay, now, now I get you. I get you. But if you bench somebody, they can still come in and play. I don't think he'd automatically just get designated as a water boy. I get what you're saying, too, Kev. <laughs> um, he won, basically, Kev's saying it as if uh, Henderson you, was a healthy scratch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Sporty's saying it as if he's just gone. Yeah. Um. I'm going to I'm going to cut Henderson. I'm going to agree with you guys there. Um, I'm benching Walker. Again, all three of these are really good. I mean, it's 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 tough. But number one, I'm going to go with Bijan Robinson. I know sometimes the Big Twelve doesn't have the best defense, but the dude can break tackles and he can once he gets past the the, the backers, he can turn it on another like a whole other gear. Like you see him. His explosiveness, and for him to kick it into another gear to get past the secondary is is insane. So I'm I would definitely have him at uh, HB one there. Um, all right, we got two more sets of players, and we got hammers and picks. So next trio: Jahad Dotson, Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson, Hadley. Um. I'm going to start Jahan Dotson, bench Garrett Wilson, and cut Chris Olave. Even though I think Dotson's better than both of them, but I think those two are pretty close. But give me Wilson right now. Sporty? Uh, start Wilson, cut Olave. Oh my god. Bench Dotson. <laughs> Oh, benched. Okay, he did it a little out of order. Okay, I thought he was cutting Dodson after like a two hundred and fifty yard game. That's one game, Abby. He's been a monster <laughs> all year. He's our only. He literally receiver. has a hundred plus yards and like two touchdowns every game. He's our only receiver they have. But he still is putting up. See, that's the part that I don't get. I mean, I get you have you know Washington, and I mean he's he's definitely a target, but. Yeah. For, I mean, how don't you stop Dotson? I mean, he's their only receiver. He's that good. Like, I just don't understand he how you, you you have help over the top. Like, I, I, I he I is going to be a very good NFL player if he goes to the right team. I will say yeah, that right the, he's going to be fantastic. Where he'll go to the Detroit Lions. <laughs> See, I don't think they'll they'll reach for him that early. But I don't know, man. If he can go somewhere like. With a with a pretty solid quarterback, he's gonna be phenomenal. Oh, he's gonna somehow. Uh... Oh wait, hey, before I before, hold on, before speak about the draft real quick, I saw a uh, mock draft the other day. Willis, or it's Malik Willis, right? Am I that I'm correct? Yes. Right? Going to the yep. Eagles. Yeah, yeah, people like him a lot. I'm like. I mean, you have what hurts. pick was that? Probably like three, four, five. I think it was like nine or ten. I think. Oh, okay, it was so it was probably our pick. But yeah, he he. A lot of people have him as QB one right now. It's kind of. It just shocked. I mean, it just shocked me to the Eagles. I think that was the biggest biggest thing. Yeah, I I feel like you're right there because I feel like hurts to him is kind of a similar project right now. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I'm gonna start. I'm going to start Wilson, bench Dodson, cut Olave. Um, enough said there. I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, last one, looking at the defensive side of the ball. 
Will Anderson, Nakobe Dean, and Jordan Davis. Hadley. Um, and these are these are I think three of the these are the top three best defensive players in college football. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Oh man, that that is so hard. And I mean, they, they, you have an edge, you have a kind of a D tackle and a linebacker. So I mean, they are three different positions, which makes it even tougher. So I, I haven't watched Will Anderson as much as I should have this year. So I'm going to cut him by default. There's nothing wrong with him. He's a monster. I know that just from seeing highlights and stuff. But I haven't truly got to watch him like I've watched the other two. That being said, I have watched the other two a lot. And I would, I'm going to give Jordan Davis the bench. I know that sounds crazy. But Nicobe Dean, in my opinion, is unbelievable. I think he's would make that truly makes that defense go. I, Jordan Davis makes the run, you know, the run stuff go. But I think Nicobe Dean just his versatility is unmatched. So give me Nicobe Dean starting. Sporty. Start Davis, bench Dean, and cut Anderson. Yeah. Um. Again, like like Hadley said, I haven't really seen much of Anderson. I know he's he's up there. Some people are even put him close to like the Heisman. Um, I think I think for me, just be, just by default, like Hadley said, I think I'm going to cut Anderson just because I haven't seen him play. Um, I haven't gotten a good good look at him, um, but I know he's a hell of a ball player. Um, I'm going to think I'm going to. Bench Davis, and I'm going to start Dean. Um, the Georgia defense is something else, so I'm definitely going to take those two Georgia Bulldogs um, over uh, the Crimson Tide. So let's jump into our hammers, fellas. I gotta, I got, I gotta do it this this week. I gotta definitely make sure I update the hammers and I update our game picks. So that way, by the following pot, I keep saying this, but I got, I got to do it. Um, that way, by next pod, I can have our updated uh, standings and our updated um, hammer records. Wait, I, so you'll have the course of all of our games? Yeah, I'll have a course of all of our all of the games that we've picked so far that this might year. Be embarrassing. And all of the uh, and all of our hammers. I think did we all go two and one last week? Yeah, I'm. I feel like the past few weeks, everyone just goes two and one every I, week. Yeah, so we haven't we haven't had an undefeated uh, hammer week in a while. Um, but Hadley, I'm gonna start with you. Go ahead, give us your three hammers for the week. All right, I feel good about these ones. Uh, I'm gonna start out with college ball. Penn State money line over Michigan. Um, Michigan is too highly ranked. Penn State, I don't foresee them losing four games. Um, as of right now, so <clears throat> gonna roll Penn State at home. Helmet. L is going to be absolutely wicked. Um, yeah, going to be Penn State. Um, moving into the Sunday afternoon window, um, I like the Lions plus eight and a half against the Steelers. Uh, I think the Lions get their first win. However, I'm not going to be that bold. I, I do think they'll cover the spread. Off a bye, um, Steelers. In my opinion, the most fraudulent team in the NFL back-to-back years. Congratulations. You played yourself. Um, you're just getting a worse draft pick. Good luck with your quarterback situation. Um, sorry, fans. Uh, tank for Pickett. Yeah. Tank for Pickett. <laughs> See, the thing is, that I, they're kind of setting themselves up well. Though. They're going to get like the 21st pick and get Pickett. He's going to be the best quarterback ever. Uh, just my luck as a Steelers fan. If he okay, I'll just say this real quick. If he's gonna fall, yeah. if he's gonna fall, I hope he, I hope he falls the Steelers. I hope he gets picked. You know, I would be surprised. I mean, I hope he gets picked early, um, to a good organization. But I could definitely foresee him. The Steelers, if they make the playoffs, I'm assuming will probably lose in the first round. And if they do, they'll probably have like 21st pick, and I think that's basically where he should go so yeah you know and i i didn't three weeks ago i thought he was a second third round pick but he's he really is balling out i gotta give credit when it's due he deserves to be a late first rounder 
He's gonna. Hey, I'm gonna be the first person to get the jersey here. So. Hey, hey he's he's been amazing. He, he deserved to get, to go do that. That's probably what. That's probably fit, Pitt's first Heisman candidate in 15 plus years. Yes, yeah, since uh, Larry Fitzgerald, I think. Yeah, which was what 2003. 2003. Yeah. Yeah. So. Gonna enjoy it. I know it was awesome with me and Barkley. So. Last but not least, we're gonna go to Monday night. The Rams are minus three and a half against the Niners. Don't know why I picked the Niners to go to the Super Bowl. They look absolutely terrible this year, absolutely horrid. Um, the Rams coming off a loss, they're going to bounce back. I think they'll win pretty pretty handedly. So Rams minus three and a half. All right. I, I like the uh, like the tenacity there. Um, sporty. I, I, hey, I don't, I don't know if I necessarily like two of your hammers, Hadley, but I like the. I know, I know. <laughs> I know. I, Michigan, Michigan. I mean, I just, I think they're a little fluky, and Pittsburgh is the definition of fluky. I know that. Well, yeah, you if, guys are fans. They, but the Steelers should have covered the spread last night, and that obviously did they, not. They just, I, I don't get it, I, and, and you know they play down the competition. Exactly, lines exactly. are winless. It's, yeah. It's not even a trap game at this point. You see it coming. Yeah, exactly. So, um, Sporty, give me your week, weekend or, yeah, I guess weekend hammers. Yeah, weekend hammers. Uh, okay, well, these are all college games, all Saturday games. Uh, first one, I'm going to take the Old Miss money line. A little upset so, against the Aggies. They're playing the Aggies and Old Miss, right? I believe so. Take take Macarell at home for the home crowd. Saturday, Saturday afternoon or Saturday night. I your guess is probably good as mine. I think it actually. I think it's a. Uh, it might be a night game. College, okay. college game day. Oh, there. Seven, seven o'clock, seven thirty. Yeah, college game. Game, game day's not there. They're at uh, Baylor, Oklahoma. No, game day is at A&M Ole Miss. I think. Uh, I don't think so. Hadley, can you confirm but this? Anyhow, <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> Oh, yeah, who cares about that? Who cares about <laughs> yeah, we'll get back to the hammers. All right, my other hammer. Give me the spread. Uh, give me the Maryland Terrapins. Okay, plus 12 and a half. They're at Michigan State. Maryland needs a win to uh, be more eligible. I think they're five. I think they're five and four. So they're right around right around the six win criteria. So. Maryland, 12.5 at Michigan State. And my last hammer. Sorry, Howie. I'm taking the Michigan Michigan Wolverines. <laughs> uh, it's great. Kobe, uh, Michigan Wolverine. It's great. great. Kobe. I hope I'll be singing that Saturday at 3.30, hopefully. You won't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know they had a hiccup the other week at Michigan State, but the their, their defense played well against Indiana. Uh, watch out for uh, Saturday night for defense. Uh, watch out for David Ajabu. There's three guys: David Ajabu, Aiden Hutchinson, and uh, Hill. And there's one more guy, the fourth guy, Josh Ross. So look for those four guys to create havoc on the uh, Penn State offensive line and uh, pressure. Hopefully, pressure uh, Clifford into some sacks or some bad throws. Hutchinson will have two sacks. That's my guess. Uh, Ajabe will have at least one sack. Half a sack. Shake on it. <laughs> I, say a full, I say a full sack. Half. He'll have two half sacks <laughs> to make a, to make a hole. <laughs> I say over I say over on your Michigan will have four sacks total in the game. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take right at four. I'm not going to pick an under or an over there. <laughs> I'm going to say Zach, Zach before. Um, so I think, see, these two spreads, the two teams that they're playing, they could either blow them out of the water or it's going to be, okay, the one game actually is going to be kind of close in my opinion, but I think the other spread, it's either going to be a blowout or they're just going to cover. So, my, all right, my first game, 
that I think it's actually going to be a real close game. You got to take Purdue minus 20 and a half. They just beat Michigan State. They're playing well. I mean, Ohio State just came off a close win against Nebraska, so that that might uh, kind of wake them up. But I, I think you definitely got to take Purdue minus 20 and a half there. Um, next game. This is either going to be a, <laughs> a blowout or I think Tennessee's just going to cover. I think, I think the final score is going to be, I would say, let's see here. I think I'm going to say 30... 35-17. Uh, I'm going to take Tennessee to cover the 20-and-a-half spread against the Georgia Bulldogs, and then I'm going to take the Chiefs minus 2-and-a-half against the Raiders. Again, I'm, I don't know if I'm really – I think the if I had to pick one to get rid of here, I think I would definitely get rid of the Tennessee spread because, I, I mean, I just – I don't know. If Tennessee's offense can show up and hopefully score some points against the number one defense in the nation, um, then they'll cover. But I'm going to hammer those three and – We'll see, we'll see how it turns out. Um, all right, quickly to our club football money line picks. Um, Hadley, we'll start with you. Michigan, actually, hey, we'll just do it like we did uh, last week. I'll, uh, we'll go in order. As soon as I say the game, Hadley, Sporty, then we'll rotate it back to me. Then we'll move on to the next game. If you have something to say, go ahead. Um, but if you have no comment, just give me the just give me the winner. Um, first game, Michigan, Penn State. Penn State. Michigan. Sporty is is uh, McNamara and Cormer. They they were they're both out, correct? Uh, no, McNamara's playing. Quorum's uh, questionable. Okay. All right. So in that case, hey, McNamara's playing. Give give me give me Michigan. We'll we'll, we'll go with Michigan. Um, Penn State stole one at their house last year. I think Michigan takes one this year. Um. Wake Forest, NC State. Essentially, basically, the battle for the Atlantic is on the line here. Wait, what was the first team? Wake Forest and NC State. Okay. Um, give me Wake Forest. They score a ton of points. Yeah, give me NC State. I think Wake Forest lost their starting running back. Um, give me Wake. They put up a lot of points. NC State's defense is is pretty solid, but I think Wake. Uh, Bounces back after a tough North Carolina loss. I think they uh, lost uh, Bill, the running back. Okay. Um, yeah, but hey, don't sleep on the Wolfpack. Leary and Emeka Mizi, they are two studs on the offensive side of the ball. So, um, wouldn't be shocked if NC State wins this game. Um, Texas A&M, Ole Miss. Mm, Ole Miss. Sport. I was gonna say yeah, that was that was your hammer. So you definitely got a goal miss. I'm gonna go Ole Miss as well at home. Matt Carroll's gonna be too much. I think Texas A&M kind of struggles to score. Uh, so definitely give me the Rebels. Next game: Ohio State and Purdue. Um, I mean, Purdue does Purdue work, but Ohio State it ends now. Ohio State since they're at home. I'm gonna take Ohio State, but I think it's gonna be maybe a two score game. Um, last one. Big uh big statement if they can win this game. We have Oklahoma and Baylor. Oklahoma. Baylor. Oklahoma. They're coming off a bye. Baylor's come off a loss to TCU. Oklahoma wins. Alright, next three are going to be our spreads. Hey, our team, our team. Our team that we like to pick on the spread here, not necessarily take them to cover, but team we like to bring up and ask the question if they're going to cover. They're on the list this week. They're back, um, so we'll, we'll save them. We'll save them for our last uh, college football spread. Uh, next game: Notre Dame minus five and a half against Virginia. I'm going to go with Notre Dame. I'm going to go with Virginia. Armstrong is good. I think he'll. I think his receivers will uh, torch uh, Notre Dame secondary. So, I think Notre, I think Virginia will win outright. Yeah, Virginia has a chance to win outright if, if Armstrong plays. I think he might still be questionable, but uh, if he plays, definitely give me Virginia. Um, if he doesn't play, Notre Dame wins. But for right now, I'm going to assume that he plays. So I'm taking Virginia uh, to cover. Uh, next game: Georgia minus twenty and a half against Tennessee. Uh, Georgia. 
Uh, give me Tennessee. That's my hammer. I got. I got to stick with the Vols here. Um, last one. Will UConn cover the spread? I'm actually kind of shocked by this because Clemson has only put up 30 points, I believe, one time this season, and they're 40 and a half favorites against UConn. Hallie, who covers the spread? Um, UConn. Let's go. It's their week. <laughs> I don't know. They, UConn just lost to Rhode Island. <laughs> Did they? Oh, oh yeah. They lost at home to Rhode Island. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I mean, they're they're playing for uh, maybe get uh, Don Brown, and yeah, that guy's going off. No, not Don. Here we go. The Don Brown talk again. Uh, give me Clemson. <laughs> I, <laughs> um, I, I gotta go with Clemson. I, I have a tough t- time seeing UConn scoring more than like seven points. And I think, I think, I think Shipley's gonna have a day. DJU's gonna have a have his one shining moment of the season where he looks like he's a Heisman contender. Um, so what yeah. a whiff! By I, yeah, seriously, that was. That was so <laughs> We were so <laughs> between between Clemson making the college football playoff, DJU winning we the like, Heisman, and Rattler winning the Heisman. I mean, oh, I hated Rattler's Heisman, <laughs> but but I mean, I, that's not even impressive by me because I said DJU <laughs> and Clemson were locks. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to really evaluate um, my Heisman for next season. Um, yeah, same. NFL picks. Browns and Pats. No Nick Chubb. No OBJ, obviously. Gone permanently, OBJ. Um, and hey, by, but by the way, what kind of statement is this? I want to go to a contender. Well, no crap. Everybody wants to be on a contender. Like who? Like. Well, by the way, Sporty, he's off. He didn't. He went through waivers. No one picked him up, so he's officially. So now, here. yeah, now he's a, yeah. All right. Which, for the record, he I knew no one was going to pick him up. Everyone was saying, "Oh, well, the you know the Lions have the first pick." How pissed would Beckham be <laughs> if he went to the Lions? Like, <laughs> it would be the same thing. Like, they he, they would pick him up, and then he would say, "I don't want to be here," and then they would have to release him and just pay money to pick him up for an hour. Hey, they're not a contender. He doesn't want to go there. <laughs> yeah, which that's why I don't know why people were saying that the Lions said they didn't want to pick up Odell. Like, obviously. No yeah. guy doesn't want to go there anyways. Yeah. Yeah. So. I think I want to go to uh, the Buccaneers. He's not going to the Bucs. That, that would not be. He is not. Fair. He, he wouldn't even get snapped. <laughs> he wouldn't. Like. Get, he would get snapped. No, he wouldn't. No, he wouldn't. They would have to run a four wide receiver set. The only time he cut. Every... Sporty. He would only really come in over like Scotty Miller. Scotty Miller just... played like. Two percent of snaps this year. <laughs> you know who the Buccaneers been a, who, who they might sign seriously. I just read tonight. Uh, if it's a wide receiver, I'm not listening. I'm not listening either. If it's a wide out, it is a wide out. Okay, that's not <laughs> happening. It's not. They're not getting a wide out. Sporty. <laughs> who, who is it? Who is it? It's a former Bears uh, receiver, uh, Rashard Perryman. They're not picking they him up. Sign him. They, no, they already did. Oh. He signed Rashad Perriman, but that's depth. Like that's yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. A big name, like like Odell ish. They're not getting another superstar wide receiver. They're getting another like cheap guy that they can put up that can go out there catch a ball if somebody gets maybe hurt. play special teams. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you scared me, Sporty. I thought you were gonna say like Allen Robinson or some crap. <laughs> All right, who wins the game? Browns, Pats. Oh my goodness! Chubb being out really kills it. If if let me put it this way: if Kareem Hunt comes back, Browns. If he doesn't, Pats. So conditional Pats right now. Give me Pats all the way. Yeah, give me the Patriots. I think uh, I think the Browns had a big win last week, but and so did the Patriots. They had a big win as well, but I think uh, I think the Pats have uh, two wins. Here, back to back in a row. Um, actually, I guess that would be what they, they're on like they're on like a four game win streak, right? 
This is their first three-game win streak post Brady. Did they beat? Wait, so they did they have a loss in between the Jets and the Chargers? They lost the Cowboys. Was that before the Jets? Well, was it was it was Jets Chargers then then this week. Oh, so they are on a four-game win streak. Oh uh, wait. Yeah, because they beat the they Panthers. They lost to the Cowboys, then they beat the Jets, beat the Chargers, and then beat the Panthers. The Panthers. So three games. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Three game. Three game. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Pats for looking at a four game win streak here. Uh, next game: Saints and Titans. Uh, the Titans are getting it done on both sides of the ball. Uh, if, as long as Simeon's starting, give me the Titans. Uh, Titans all the way. Their their defense looked the best they've ever looked ever. Uh, <laughs> Sunday night. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Titans as well. I mean, you beat the Rams without King Henry, uh, and and you you hold the Rams offense to that many points. You're definitely getting picked money line next week. Uh, Vikings and Chargers. Uh, I love the Chargers. I love their football team so much. So I'm going to roll with them. Give me the Chargers. You know what? Vikings come up tough loss. Every week that happens. <laughs> They're due for a big win. Give me the Vikings. Um, unlike the Ravens, the Chargers have, I would, I kind of think, a complete, complete offense right now. Uh, between the quarterback and running and you know between the passing attack and the rushing attack they have a complete they actually the Chargers ha- actually have a running back to go with I mean Ravens rely more on Jackson so um, I think that kind of gives the Vikings fit so I'm gonna give I'm gonna take the Chargers here um, Seahawks and Packers Russell Wilson's back Aaron Rodgers is not. See, this is also it's, it's another one where if Aaron Rodgers plays, maybe give me Packers. But Jordan loves on the football field. The Seahawks are going to win. So as of right now, I think Rodgers will be back. So I'll go with the Packers. Uh, the Packers. Uh, I think the Packers defense will uh, get to Wilson and. Cause havoc, so give me Packers with or without Rodgers. Uh, I'm going to say that Rodgers... I'm going to say that... Yeah, if he doesn't play, I'm definitely taking the Seahawks. Yeah, I was going to say, if it's Geno Smith and Jordan Love, um, definitely give me the Seahawks to cover the spread, because I think Geno Smith's like 8-0, 10-0 against the spread his last you know, X amount of Russ starts. is officially back. Like, he's back. But hey, but if he gets hurt, if he gets hurt during the game... True. <laughs> Um, True. So give me, give me this. You know, give me the Seahawks, straight up. I don't care who's starting quarterback for the Packers. Seahawks need a win. They're gonna, they're gonna jump in there. And Russell Wilson's got a big, big game coming back here. Um, Chiefs and Raiders, battle for the AFC West uh, title here. Gotta go with the Chiefs. They gotta get it on point sometime. So give me the Chiefs. Uh, this game. Is in Las Vegas, right? Kansas City, I think. Is it? I think it's in Kansas, I think it's in Kansas City. I, I honestly don't know off the top of my head. Uh, give me the Raiders. Kansas City's in just in disarray. Well, the Raiders just lost to the Giants, so I'm, and I'm taking the Chiefs. I know they, I know they, if any team's in disarray, record-wise, maybe it's the Chiefs, but the Raiders. The Raiders as a team. Gruder, Gruden, Ruggs. Uh, yeah. It's terrible, terrible in that locker room. I mean, the only thing they have going for them right now is they just signed Sean Jackson. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, give me, give me the Chiefs here. All right, last three for spread: Rams three and a half against 49ers. That's my hammer. Yep, that, so give me the Rams. Yep. Rams. Give me the Rams trifecta. Bills thirteen and a half against the Jets. Interesting to see who's going to be starting quarterback for the Jets. Uh, I mean, you would think they would really bounce back against the Jets after the Jags last, last week, so roll them with the Bills. 13 and a half? Yep. All right. Uh, I say stay down in the dumps. They will win, but close one. Give me the Jets. 
I'm taking the Bills. Only scoring six points last week. They're, you know they're going to put up like 30-plus points this week. Jets, at most, will maybe put up like 13. I like the Bills big. Last one. Cowboys, minus 8.5 against the Falcons. I am also I'm, – I'm going pure chalk this week. I'm going with the Cowboys. Another bounce-back win. Falcons uh, left down game, too. Don't know, don't know how healthy Dak is. I know he played this past week. He didn't do very well. Uh, give me, give, you know what? Give me Matt Ryan and the Falcons on the road again. They, they went down and do, went down to New Orleans and got a surprise victory. So give me Matt Ryan to uh, for another. Give me Matt Ryan. I think they're going to win. So give me uh, the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, I think the Cowboys win between like four and seven points. But I don't think that's enough to cover the spread at eight and a half here. So give me, give me the Falcons to cover the spread. So, all right, there you have it. Weekly hammers, weekly picks. Hopefully some more mayhem in college football. Um, big game. It's going to be mayhem if there's a, a helmet out. It's going to be mayhem. <laughs> big game, Michigan and PSU. Time will tell. Have see fun, you. Sporty and Kev. Thanks for the tickets, Hadley. Yeah, thanks, Hadley, for tickets, buddy. Thank you, safe, buddy. safe travels. We'll, uh, always safe, always safe travels in Beaver Stadium. Oh yeah. We'll uh, hey, we'll have the we'll have the pot up uh, before uh, before Saturday here. So, chalk talk out.